You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Louis Giglio. It says, verse 26, suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. In other words, two men's prayer and worship didn't just do something to set their hearts on fire for God, didn't just inflate their faith to be defiant in the darkest night, but the chains broke off of their lives and the door swung open in their lives. But hello, everybody's prison door swung open and everybody's chains fell off. In other words, your praise and my praise in the midnight hour absolutely has the power not just to change our heart, but to break the lives of freedom into freedom of all the people who are around us. Our worship changes us and it changes things around us, all of the chains, everybody's chains came loose. And the jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his swords about to kill himself because he thought all the prisoners had escaped. But Paul says, hey, don't hurt yourself. We're all here, we're all accounted for. And then look how it unfolds. The jailer called for lights. It was so dark in there, the jailer couldn't even go in to see what was going on. Finally, torches came. He rushed in and trembling before Paul and Silas, he fell down at their feet and he said, what must I do to be saved? In other words, a revival just broke out. Prayer and worship sparked a revival at the midnight hour in stocks, in a jail, beaten up, swollen up. These two guys started a revival. God moved, things happened, doors opened, chains fell off. It was an atmosphere of revival so powerful that when the jailer came in, he didn't say, why are y'all still here? He didn't say, this is crazy. Why didn't you just run out when the doors opened? He said, what must I do? be saved. In other words, their testimony of radiant hope in the dark night was enough to convict this man that God was alive and the God of heaven was on the scene. And he said, convicted of God, what must I do to be saved? What a powerful, powerful turnabout of events. And so Paul answered him. What a clear answer. They replied, believe, and this is for all of us today, Cumberland here, 515, anybody hearing this message a a day from now, a year from now, 10 years from now, here's the answer. If you've wondered about the question, here's the answer. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Not just mentally, I believe in Jesus. Put your confidence in Him. Put your trust in what He's done. Put your eternal hope in the finished work of Jesus and you'll be saved. And He says, not only you, but your whole household. So they spoke the word of the Lord to Him. They unfolded that gospel message. They uh, they shared with all the others in His house. And at that hour of the night, the jailer took them, washed their wounds. Immediately, he and all his family were baptized. And then the jailer brought them into his house, set a meal before him. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole 
family. So we went from midnight wipeout to a hang at the jailer's house where everybody's going, man, being saved is amazing. (laughs) Believing in God, are you kidding me? I had no idea that I could come to know the living God like I have. There's no joy that's ever been in my life like this joy. Can you pass the bread? Thank you very much. Would you like more rice? Amazing. Gonna pour you another glass of wine. I mean, they're having a hang at the jailer's house because of the power of Almighty God. Midnight in Philippi. Even though the night is long, I will praise God. So how did they have defiant faith in the darkest hour? How how did they have that? How, How did they not deflate? And how did their faith inflate in that moment? And how does ours do that? I think a few things. Number one, they were already in the story of God, these men. I think so many times when I talk to people and the bottom falls out. They're not in the story of God. They're, they're just in their story. They're just doing their thing, living their life, cruising along. Yeah, they got God over here on the side, but that's not the focus. That's not the purpose. That's not the deal. They don't feel called and they haven't leaned into God's purpose and plan for their life on planet earth. And then all of a sudden everything goes haywire and they're like, wait a minute, where is God in all of this? And I believe the reason Paul and Silas didn't do that in the midnight hour is because they knew that they were called by Almighty God to carry the story of the salvation message of Jesus to the entire world. They were living life on purpose and they knew it was going to cost something, but they knew it was worth it, whatever it cost. And when they arrived there, they were probably thinking, you know what? We said we were going out on a missionary journey. We said after the first trip, we're going to do that again. We had some highs and some lows on that first one, but we said, hey, let's do that again because this gospel needs to be heard. And so they signed on, they committed to the plan, they leaned into the purpose and off they went. And I believe people who don't fold when the fire comes are people who are in the will and purpose of God when the fire comes. And that's the question today. If this is training us for a trial not yet to come, today is the day for you to get in the will of God. You don't want to try to get in the will of God when the fire comes because your, your, your chances are going to be lower when the fire comes of getting in the will of God. It's more likely that you're going to walk away from God and not find a defiant faith in God. Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to go and subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every week.